Whoa, hello, hello. <laughs> I mean, you're too used to recording, dude, you good. <laughs> Hi, welcome to Cask Heads, a podcast for whiskey about whiskey. I'm Luke, that's Jordan, and this is another recording. You're supposed to pause long enough for me to say hello in between. <laughs> it's like, I said, I'm Luke, that's Jordan. He doesn't get to speak. Wow. Hi. Welcome to Caskheads, a podcast for whiskey, about whiskey. I'm Luke, that's Jordan. Hello. It's another day, another recording, and there ain't no rest for the whiskey. I brought it back. Listen, we've all had a lot of fun here, but we know it's talk about how whiskey doesn't get a rest. Hey, we're all full of fun and goofs, but it's time... Have you noticed your whiskey looking dilapidated? Look, okay, full disclosure, yes. It's a late episode, but in our defense, we have actually been crazy busy. Full disclosure, it's a late me, episode. Both of us. We've been working on GNS Radio, and we've been recording a lot of stuff right now, and so Cascades unfortunately had to get a little bit to the sideline whilst we were sorting that out, but we are making serious. I think we're past halfway on recording. We're at halfway. Oh, on recording, yes. Yeah. We're past halfway in recording. I've edited to halfway. Yeah. Uh, it's a very big project to edit. Um, I mean, you specifically wanted this time, though, for this reason. Yes. Though. So, yeah. It's one of those things, because it turns out, with only two people, and each person only has one mouth hole, you can only say so much things for a recording. Whoa, so what whiskey are we talking about today? Okay, so... Like I say, uh, last episode, Ardbeg Heavy Vapors jumped the queue, and so we're going to be doing what I wanted to do for that episode. And actually, it's worked out quite well, because we're going to be talking about an American whiskey, a bourbon, and I have just finished a very long stint of catching up with the baseball game that was being played in London. Uh, the two games, actually, and I've sat down and basically dedicated all of today in between working to watching a lot of baseball, which I love. I absolutely love baseball. It's really hard to watch it over in the UK without going for subscriptions particularly, which I'm probably going to have to look into at some point if I want to dedicate some time to that. So it was nice to watch the game again. I think it was really nice weather for them, and the Cubs and the Cardinals did pretty well, actually, I thought. Particularly in that second game, it was a lot closer. I really enjoyed it. So, baseball, bourbon, both begin with B. Anything you remember about bourbon, first of all? Bourbon. Corn. In a shack. Um, there's that film. The Corn Shack. I remember that song. There's that film. Um, and I think he's under the floorboards for it. And there's a whiskey place. And then there's a guy okay, that kind of looks... two films confused. He kind of looks similar to... Is it Pedro Pascal? You're getting three films confused now. I don't know where that one's coming from. <laughs> and he has a whip. Do you know who kind of looks like Pedro Pascal? Indiana Jones? Is that who you're about? No, he has a whip, but he dies. I wasn't... Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. Okay, so you're back onto two films. It doesn't really look like Pedro Pascal, but I know what you're on about. So you're getting Kingsman 2, Golden <gasps> Circle, confused with that one that I absolutely hate. Oh, The Hateful Eight? Is it The Hateful Eight? It could no, be The, the Hateful, Hateful Eight, actually. That could be why I hate it. Um, which is where he's... Under the, the Magnificent Seven? No, it's Hateful Eight. Magnificent Seven's okay. Although they... Just about everyone dies in that film. Yeah, true. Yep, you're getting two films confused, but yes, Kingsman Golden Circle does take place for quite a section of it in an American distillery. Yeah. That's what I know about bourbon. So, corn. Care to expand, expand on that? Uh, it sounds like bourbon, which is a biscuit... Corn sounds like bourbon. No, bourbon sounds like bourbon. 
Okay, but I said corn. Care to expand on that? And you went, it sounds like a biscuit. <laughs> um, so I quite like sweet corn. Mm, I had some for tea. That's very good corn. Yeah, yeah, same, same. I like sweet corn. I prefer it over corn on the cob. Mm, now, that is a radical thing to say in the summer, but I'll let it slide it's right me- now. It's messy and it gets all in your teeth. Yeah, but corn on the cob. No, I don't. I'm not a fan. Um, so it has to be at least... Um, uh, a percentage of corn. That's quite correct. Do you know what that percentage is for the actual point? It's either like 40, 50 or 70. It is none of those numbers. 30? No. 25? No. 75? No. Is it around the ones I guessed? You, you got one of them fairly close, actually. Yeah, it's around one of the numbers I guessed. Okay, so bourbon has to be at least 51% corn. Majority corn, in other words. I can't believe you didn't give me that. You said 50. That would not be majority. That's an equal actually, split. Actually, you round up. You've learned that in, like, basic maths. You round up if it's a five, you round up. So, actually, it's 100% corn, then. No, what I'm saying is it's a buff. Yep. So, bourbon, 51% corn. But it certainly has to be made in America. Doesn't have an age limit. Doesn't have a... Doesn't need to be... Because it's a... Uh, There are still age limits to it. (laughs) um, Bourbon tends to be younger, but you, you can still get younger spirits. So, a lot of bourbons can be, like, two, three years old. Okay, well, I've really used all my knowledge of why. Uh, I'm very impressed. Thank you. That lasted a whole five seconds. It was well, amazing. I'm amazed I remembered corn. You were doing very well. Um, the mash bill doesn't have to just include corn, so you can have rye in there, you can have malt in there, you can have wheat in there, uh, you can have unmelted barley, I suppose, in there if you wanted. But it's all about getting this um, different flavour from the recipe of a mash bill, which is uh, all down to the house style quite often. I want to talk about the new bourbon that I have semi kind of fallen in love with. It's, I love, I do like bourbons, as I've said before. I like whiskey. Um, now, this is by the Boulder Spirits Company, so it's not actually from Kentucky. Bourbon- I guess you could say it's pretty bold. No. Bourbon doesn't have to be made in Kentucky. I've, I know I've said this before, but it's something that a lot of people believe it has to be. In. It's a, a misnomer. Um... It is made in uh, Colorado, this one, Boulder, Colorado. Which, if I'm remembering. Is that a mountainy place? Sorry? Is Colorado a mountainy place? Oh, yes, yeah, the Rocky Mountain place. Rocky Mountains. Nice. Um, it benefits from the glacier melt, so you've got a nice water supply. They, um, for their mash bill, they use corn, rye, and malted barley in this, so it's a lovely kind of setup. They also use uh, copper pot stills, which is rare to see in the bourbon industry. A lot of the time they use kind of these more kind of, well, I think they call them beer stills. It's a a more kind of unique American style. To have uh, a lot of copper contact from having copper pot stills is is quite a big deal. I mean, they're not the only bourbon uh, distillery that does this, but it's always nice to see. And it gives you far different style, not better necessarily, I suppose. Also of importance is the one we're reviewing is Bottled in Bond, which is always a great way to try bourbons, as I've said before. 50% 50% ABV bottling has to be bottled at that. Um, it has to be a minimum of four years to be bottled in bond. And it has to have been matured in government bonded warehouses, which is a way of ensuring quality. Uh, this all stems back to when there were inferior spirits out there and they were causing a lot of problems. And so this bottle in bond was brought in as a prestige. Um, also, often you will see bottle in bond abbreviated to BIB, B-I-B, which I know confused you last time. Oh, it confused me this time. <laughs> I don't, I didn't know I'd already learned that. <laughs> Every day's a learning day when you're me. <laughs> Every day's also a forgetting day, apparently. Yeah. Because it goes in one ear and right out the other. It doesn't even go in one ear. Nah. Um, now, I must also admit, Boulder Spirits... Okay, Boulder, if you're listening to this, 
uh, and I get any facts wrong, I'm sorry, I emailed you for information and you did not reply, so that's kind of on you. I'm I'm freeballing this a little bit. Well, they are quite headstrong. <laughs> Um, so you go on their website, and I, I get the impression that they're a fairly new distillery because it's not that um, information-heavy. I think they're still kind of like getting everything set up a bit. Uh, let's not say that it's bad things. Like I say, I'm very, very impressed with the whiskey, and I'm certainly going to be keeping an eye out for these guys in the future. It's just that I emailed you guys, and you didn't reply to me. How much anxiety did it give you? A lot, actually. Yeah. I went on a fact-finding mission, and the facts did not find me. Maybe it was time zones. I don't know. Maybe the whiskey talks for itself. I can tell you this much information. Boulder do a series of drinks. Um, well, that's crazy. I know, right? They actually have a American single malt, which I will like to try someday. They also have an American single malt, which has been matured in port casks. Also sounds interesting. They have a straight bourbon. Interesting to mention this on Pride Month, I know. It is Pride Month. Uh, then we have the straight bourbon that's bottled in Bond, which is the one we're reviewing. They have an American single malt that's petered. So, apparently, their American single malt, which is... Oh, they have one that's bottled in Bond. Oh, that sounds fun. A bottle in Bond single malt. It's aged at least four plus years, which is, let's say, the bottle and bond rules. It's made from 100% malted barley, grown in the UK, malted at Munton's Malt in the UK, milled, mashed, fermented, distilled, and aged in Boulder, Colorado. Apparently, it's a 36-hour minimum fermentation. Two lots of pot stills distilled, or two times pot distilled, that makes more sense, aged in number three char virgin oak, uh, virgin American white oak barrels with no temperature control, proofed with Eldorado spring water... The road to El Dorado. That's what I'm wondering. And bottle of 50% ABV. Uh, then we have the port cask, which is aged in number three char virgin white American oak casks uh, for three years and then transferred to ex-ruby port barrels for a further year. So that's kind of interesting, actually. An entire year in port casks. I'm interested how that would react with the temperatures over there. Um, because obviously in America, you get uh, a lot hotter temperatures. So I imagine getting quite a lot of the port influence coming through. Wow, I'm going to have to try so many of their whiskies. It's a hard life. Uh, we will skip the bottle in Bond because that's the one we're reviewing. The peated one. Now, I've tried American single malts before and I've tried peated American single malts and I actually prefer them unpeated, which is weird because I love peaty single malts. So I, I am curious how this one works. doesn't say what level it's peated to though. I'm kind of annoyed at that. I would have liked to have known how peaty their peated malt is. Then we have their standard American single malt, which is 100% malted barley grown in the UK, malted up Muntons again. Um, same fermentation, 36 hours, aged in number three char. Number three char is something they seem to be using quite a lot. What um, is that? Number three char is quite a heavy char on your casks. You're getting a lot of the wood kind of flavours. Oh. Kind of like when you go to the hairdressers and if you want your hair shaved, you're like, oh, I'll have a number four. So, I, actually, like I say, I'm kind of interested to see a few more of these um, whiskies coming out of Boulder because particularly having a bottled in bond single malt sounds kind of interesting because... 50% ABV is a great strength to be bottling at. Uh, things like Brook Laddie, they bottle at 50% ABV at least. Um, I've, what else have I had recently? Uh, uh, Glenn Glassow, Evolution, they're 50%. And I tend to like those higher strengths because you're getting a lot more kind of flavour coming through. Particularly with something like um, a three to four year old whiskey where you're going to be getting, still getting, hopefully, a lot of that initial spirit coming through as opposed to just cask influence. I think that would be a really cool kind of uh, balance to try. And I am certainly going to be looking out for that. However, we are talking about the Boulder Bottled in Bond Straight Bourbon Whiskey. Not the Pebble. That's one of your references. <laughs> For the audience out there, I have limited Luke to three Avatar references. Not just Avatar The Last Airbender, which is what I assume he will be predominantly referencing, but any Avatar references. 
The whiskey isn't blue is what I'm saying. I had to do it. I had to do it. You saw Cousin Redemption and James Cameron. <laughs> I like the colour scheme of the label. It is a nice kind of... Um, yeah, it's very aesthetically pleasing, actually. I was thinking of those... Do you remember when we... You probably still get them today, actually. And it's just like, because we were children, we would probably use them more. But they're like those little, like, copper <gasps> scratch things. You create the, yes! It created like an image, didn't it? Yeah, when you it was it was like black paper and you had a little kind of sharp implement. Yeah, and you was and, and scratched away. Yeah, 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 yeah. I had loads of those. I remember what they were called, but it was it was like scratch and sniff. No, that's something different. No, you could sniff them. You could, but that's not what they were called. <laughs> <laughs> Copper shavings. <laughs> yeah, weird how I um, So it kind of has that feel to it, uh, particularly with the literally just kind of like the gold yeah. and the black contrast. I think it's really cool. Um, it's. Uh, kind of gives me a, a little bit of a historic vibe to it as well, I think. It, it, I feel like they could have gone into, like, a gear vibe. Like a gear. Like a gear. A gear? <laughs> Let's just say this word a few more times and hope it sticks. You know a gear? <laughs> it looks like cogs. Cogs, that's the one I was looking for. So, gear. Not gear. 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 It looks like cogs. I wish I was watching the baseball game again. <laughs> Uh, yeah, actually, I kind of see that as well. If there were any cogs on this, you would think it looked like cogs. Yeah, right? <laughs> no, but like... if this You're looking is... at that kind of thing there. No, I'm not. That's, that's worrying, then. That's like the one thing I would have let cogs slide no. for as well. So if this was cog-shaped and this was cog-shaped, it would look like they were do-do-do-do. That's right. If you change the design, it would look like two cogs, it turned. Well, if, if you took these two design circles and turned them into cogs, it would look like two cogs. I'm a dreamer. That's You've heard it, it here like. first. Uh, don't I do like a... Do I do something first? Or do you do something? But usually I pour it into a glass and you go off about how you smell the colour white or something like that. I'll do that. Um, so I would like to state, as a connoisseur of this whiskey podcast, in the bottle, not in the glass, it looks more... It looks like a. it's darker than some of the whiskeys you've shown me before. Bourbons tend to be very dark. We've been through this before as well because they use virgin white American oak, which has never held any whiskey before, so you get a lot of wood contact going on. I was trying to be impressive, and you've ruined it by saying I've learned this before because I didn't know I'd learned that before. You were trying to be impressive by stating something I've told you so many times. Well, I didn't know what you told me. I wasn't here for it. Yeah, you kind of were. Physically, but mentally, I'm always drinking a daiquiri on a beach. So Luke's currently trying to make the whiskey dizzy. Um, zero legs. So it's it's stick free. There's no little. Um. Oh. No. Smells. Doesn't smell gross. Wow. This just in. Well done, Boulder Spirits. It doesn't smell gross. <laughs> I don't really like the smell of whiskey. This one smells okay. It smells like an alcohol I've had before. Whiskey. No. I'm not. I'm gonna say it. I don't think it's sherry. It's It doesn't smell of wood. Or of a coal fire from the Victorian times. Essence of fuzzy socks. <laughs> oh, I found the globules. Essence of fuzzy socks. They are very far apart and they move fairly quickly. I'm a visualizer. I visualize. So, color is really dark. <laughs> oh, dear. The legs are quite far apart, I'll give you that. They kind of move medium. Quite an oily whiskey, actually. See if you can smell the fuzzy socks. Close your eyes and think of fuzzy socks. Can you Can you tell? It hits you. It took me a while to figure it out, but it is there. 
It's got a lovely... Um, Pussy song. I mean, it's got a lovely kind of vanilla-y kind of side, but a lot of spice comes through. It's still got a bit of a corn sweetness. I didn't get any of that. I think COVID messed I'm not. I'm not finding any fuzzy sauce. No, it took, but it took me a while to find no. it, but it's there. Do you know what? Do you know what in all seriousness I think you're getting it confused with? Yeah, bubbly underwear. That's weird. No, you'd know a bubbly underwear whiskey if you smell one. <laughs> <laughs> a little citrusy, actually. What? You have all these wrong smells. You need to go out in the world and smell a wall. Do you have a coat in your mouth? <laughs> Did you just discover you have a coat in your mouth? I forgot I had a coat in my mouth. You've been drinking beer. The beer doesn't affect it. This is high alcohol level. <laughs> okay, I don't have a coat in my mouth. When we had pizza yesterday, I scalded my mouth. <laughs> Alex, when you're listening, this is your fault. You wounded me before this episode. <laughs> That's why Caskheads is late. John's had too many mouth pizza burns. Okay. You, you eat pizza so often, for that. but you still don't learn that it will burn your mouth. It's so good. I can't wait for it to cool down. I do remember those days when I used to eat pizza. Vegan cheese doesn't really do that. Mm. Really coach your mouth, aside from the scalding pizza burn that I have. Um, I mean, that was my bad. Um, no, it really is. It's got a lovely... Um, Really coats the mouth. It's it's got a nice sweetness, and then the spice really builds. It's like a, a nice bourbon tends to really oaky kind of side, and I think with the malted barley kind of side to it, it just just gives it a bit more depth. And sock like, no socks. The finish is quite lingering as well. Um, really has a nice kind of warming feel as it goes down, and it just you start to get more of that spice just on the final bit before it fades away. What well, when you say spice? Spice. Do you mean cardamom, cinnamon, paprika? Um, in this case, none of the above. So it's just vague spice. It's more of an oaky spice. What can I say? It's a bit peppery. Pepper is not a spice. Do you know what? One of these days, you're going to try one of these and you'll realise what I'm on about. I don't drink. It's not my fault. Five facts. I don't think I've got five in me. It's kind of a... Kind of on you. You have a burn in your mouth. That's not a fact to do with this episode. <laughs> it is actually a fact to do with this episode. It's affected you quite heavily. Um, Boulder don't have a lot of information on the website. I'll allow that as a fact. Um, 51% corn. At least 51% corn. Bond means it's regulated by the government. Bottling bond. We're still classing it. No, I'm going to class it. Bond is James Bond. I'm going to class it. Um, it's made with white oak. By law, bourbon has to be made with virgin white American oak, yes. And that one is. <laughs> and five. Um, five. Um, it's melting glaciers. Melting, <laughs> melting glaciers. You said something about melting glaciers. Three years. It has to be three years old. Three, three years. Is three years coming into this? Oh, no. Didn't, no. Um, but corn, pop, copper. Copper, it's in, co- it's copper, that, copper stills. That one's in copper stills. Tell me the type of still and I'll let that slide. Copper pot, onion. Onion still. I never mentioned onion, but I'll give you Cop- copper pot. Copper, the arm. 
The onion arm. The, on- the onion arm copper pot. <laughs> glaciers. I feel like glaciers was mentioned. I really do. Yes, glaciers were mentioned, but you didn't get the fact. Ah, but they were mentioned. Well, this has been Cascades. Thank you for listening. I, I don't know what was going on with this episode. Luke did not really prep at all for this, I think. <laughs> I don't mean to. And I think maybe this is the problem. We're starting to see a pattern here. <laughs> if you like what you heard, you can rate, review, and subscribe on whichever podcasting platform you use. It really does help us, and more importantly, may lead to new people listening in and discovering this show. I'd also like to thank Adrian and Allison of the Weed Dram Whiskey Shop in Bakewell. They're great people with a large range of whiskeys, and they will sell them to you as well as provide a lot of knowledge. Uh, I'd also like to say that you can check out our Caffeine Addled Minds creations at caffeineaddledminds.co.uk, all one word, as websites tend to be like that. Um, Here you will find a selection of our podcasts available, including the newest addition to the podcasting family of the Caffeine Addled Minds empire that is called... Dude You Good. Dude You Good. A podcast where apparently they can't say the phrase, dude, you good. As always, have a great one. And we'll leave you with this one, Editing Goof. Bye. Goodbye. Gear. Are we saying the same word? No, you're saying gear. No, I'm not I'm saying, saying gear. 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 You raise. <laughs> gear. You did it again. <laughs> gear. 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 Yeah. Say ear. Yeah. <laughs> no, see, you're, yeah. That's yeah. what you're saying. Yeah. Gear. Yeah. 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 Gear. 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 Gear.